And I want to define that enemy. They are liberals. The socialist agenda. They are progressives. A vile liberal agenda. They are Che Guevarians. They are Castroites. Tyranny. The radical left. Trotskyites. Maoists. Stalinists. Leninists. Marxists. Out of touch liberal elite. They're all our enemies. Who'd I leave out? Welcome to the Urban Underachiever radio program. My name is Brandon Walker. I'm here with my good friends Brent Dawson and Stephanie Casey. And tonight we have a very special guest. Rainy Lane is here and she is the coordinator for the Dallas and Fort Worth chapters, if you will, of the coffee party. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The coffee party. Rainy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Why are you here? Where'd you come from? Um, Single, white, female. (laughs) No, um, I grew up here in Dallas, um, what used to be North Dallas, I guess. Went Mm -hmm. to TJ High School, Um, fourth generation American. (laughs) Uh, What else about me? Are you what Sarah Palin would refer to as a real American? (laughs) No comment. Okay. Nice. Uh, and so you and you went to school in Dallas. You uh-huh. got uh, you have a doctorate. Is that right? A PhD? No, I'm actually working on my master's, and I hope to start my doctorate this fall. Excellent. And what's uh, what's sort of the the uh, area of study that you're working on? Um, well, my undergrad is in English and creative writing from SMU, and I'm working on my master's in literature and humanities at uh, UT Dallas. And then um, I plan to do my doctorate in creative writing. Excellent. So you're a creative type. Uh, tell us about your involvement with the coffee party. First of all, for those in our audience that don't know what it is, give us a brief sort of an elevator speech about what the coffee party is, and then we'll talk about how you got involved with it. Um, wow. That's, like a, that's a hard question for me. Because there's information on the website that says one thing, and mm. in the meetings, we're kind of developing it into something a little more organic. Um, basically, it is, I don't want to use buzzwords, but it's its pro-government. You know, we recognize that we have a government. <laughs> we have a democratic process. So you're not trying to overthrow the government? No, no. Shit. We have these systems that Brent are in would like place. To see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Well, yeah, obviously, you didn't warn me. It was created in response to the Tea Party. Um, in not essence, sort of. I yeah, it's it not was, just a coincidence <laughs> that it's it was, a great... It was created <laughs> in, hot in response to frustration okay, yeah, here's with my the entire theory, democratic process. I think this is a big plot by the owner of Starbucks to <laughs> make sure every American is drinking caffeine of some sort. I'm sure there's plenty of people that would agree with that. Okay, so... Continue. I, I, sorry, I do that. This is how we do. Brent's going to... He, he is a comedian. He's going to, you know... That's okay. I throw stuff that they won't laugh at and then I, move on. <laughs> I was laughing. I thought that was good. So anyway, so it's a... Not necessarily a response to the Tea Party. Not the exact opposite of the Tea Party, but... But it could be the in- antithesis of the table. Okay, it's just more caffeinated. In what way? Okay. Um, well, basically, the, the democratic process has stalled, okay? The filibustering, the kindergarten antics, mm-hmm. I, you know. It's obstructionism just, is a good obstructionism. word. Obstructionism, okay, yeah. Obstructionism. Um, that's not what the people want. Okay. I personally, I want the government to work, you know, Mm -hmm. in a university setting in my previous professional life, 
Um, you go into a meeting, you talk about things, you find the problem, you create a solution, you solve it, you implement it. Mm-hmm. That sounds wow. like a novel idea <laughs> yeah. for politics. How incredible wow. is that? So, right. Wait, so you're saying you're not screaming at anybody? You're not <laughs> making signs of people looking like Hitler and those kind of things? It's, that's not part of what you would consider a, no, a normal I process mean, of... People can come together and have a logical discussion. Okay, um, I've well, actually. How is that going to make the news? <laughs> mm-hmm. Somehow they made the news. It, it, they, it, yeah, uh. I don't. I don't know you people. I just showed up. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I could have been walking into something crazy, but you know, oh, you're certainly walking into something crazy. <laughs> well, and on that point, it's like you. Um, there has to be a level of trust. You have to just like in the court system, you're innocent until proven guilty, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in the political system, no. Everybody's guilty until they prove themselves coming through on what I want from them. Mm-hmm. That's so. Yeah. You're guilty if you, if your party if it, you don't do what I do, do what I want. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's or like if you're in a party up. and you go against the mainstream of that party, you are right, exiled right, in a way. Right. But that politician, hopefully, knock on wood is doing what their constituents want. So I would think they recognize that, yes, if they're a Democrat, they do still have Republican constituents or independents or libertarians or... That's a good point that I think they forget. You know, so Mm -hmm. they need to recognize that they're still representing all of the people. But, you know, the people, we need to take responsibility also. Um, I found Sam Johnson on Facebook. He's a Republican. (laughs) <laughs> okay so you, so you are a fan of sam johnson republican on facebook you you friended yes, him or or you i guess you can't really friend him because so who is sam johnson or you're just Yeovil partners. <laughs> <laughs> um he's my district three representative okay. yeah. i'm not gonna like cut him off because he's a republican he or a democrat right he joined your facebook he's my page? representative i'm gonna talk to him oh. right so oh i talked yeah. to uh mm-hmm. Corning all the time. John Corning? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm on his page too. Yeah. Do they really talk? <laughs> I email him like monthly. Yeah, yeah Britt sends him letters and stuff. Did he, yeah. does he, now, does he really write back or does he? He or, sends a form, a form response. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's better yeah, I mean, than yeah. completely ignoring Kay Bailey Hutchins has sent responses to me a couple of times. Really? That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty good that she takes time to do that. Well, How did you get involved? I mean, we're, at what point, obviously the movement is pretty young. I mean, it's really only can be measured in months. I mean, this is not something months, that's yeah. two months old. How did you decide that you were interested enough in it that you wanted to kind of coordinate a big major metropolitan market? Yeah. Um, Sadly, I'm on Facebook a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, a a lot of it, I'm online a lot. I do a lot of research. I'm in grad school full time, taking 12 hours. So it's not like a hobby for me. It's my life. So I'm online researching a lot, um, gathering information, writing papers, writing creatively. Um, So, you know... One of my writer friends joined the coffee party. I'm like, oh, God, that is so funny. I got to check that out. So, (laughs) you know, thinking it was going to be a parody. It Uh was going to be like maybe a humor page. Right. It would be Mm kind of funny. And I get in there and I'm like, oh. What did you see? So what did you see that attracted you? I saw people talking logically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. it was like over a, coffee yeah and oh, was it, yeah, it was, was like it a, a weird alternate universe was it a national page that you saw or was it, was it the a national local? page okay. that i got into you okay. kind of described the the jed bartlett west wing kind of the uh, group in my mind when i watched the west wing i was like oh it'd be great if our country could look like that but mm. 
I, mean, I don't know that's what, that, what yeah, I, I don't watch that show. You never watch The West Wing? I don't even have Jesus a TV Christ. anymore. <laughs> oh, you're, so you're all alone on this I'm one. I'm the only moron. <laughs> no, I've heard it's good. I, I just yeah, never, people love it. That's a great show. A show about good. politics for me never just really... But So what What do you mean? What? what how do they do well, it on uh, the show? Just what she's describing where people... Uh, or Jed Bartlett is this liberal, progressive kind of uh, Democrat running for president, which nobody thinks he could ever have a chance of winning and he does and he runs as a liberal stands for liberal ideas but you see all the interchanges between his staff and republicans and house democrats and and how they some of it's the seedy side where they you know keep score and, and that kind of thing and then some of it's where they actually care about governing well, that's what when when Obama's doing his you know uh, uh, talks to everybody and he's up there and they're snickering and hollering things and acting like kindergartners, like you said. You lie, and he just baby says, killers. You know, really let's let's stuff. have an adult conversation about this. We're here to do this. Yeah. Let's let's work this out. You know, we already there's you know that the thing that they kept playing with John McCain when he had that exchange saying, "Oh yeah, I'm reminded that I lost the election all the time." Ha ha ha. You know, and he said, "John, we're not campaigning. You don't have to just be against me to be against me. This has been decided. Now we have to work together to get this done." Is what Obama was saying and John McCain's kind of like <laughs> that weird laugh yeah too. It's very, I mean <laughs> kind of creepy sort of thing but well, it's just so strange you don't, you're obviously not a politician no <laughs> <laughs> in fact if I would was to create a politician I would probably say you'd be the opposite of, of, of what we consider a politician but to me you represent a real not just citizen. The, yeah, a a, that's a good way to put it. A real concerned citizen rather than uh, and that's why I find it so amusing that as soon as this coffee party was off the ground and within less than a few weeks, you're talking 170, 180,000 people yeah. on Facebook that, of course, the right wing just went apoplectic about it. They, they were like, oh, it's they use the term. I love the term astroturf, right? Yeah, so not it's not grassroots. Grassroots oh, means it's, it's by the people. Because we're elitist? Because we're not cool. No, because we're started because by... Evidently, we're funded. Yeah, well, right. I haven't received my really? check yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's oh, all I got to really? say. <laughs> Who do they think that is fun? And the tea party is free, I guess. Starbucks? Well, some of the controversies... I guess Fox News is not really funding the tea party either. No, I challenge anybody to really, if you do the research and look, it's not funded by anybody. There, as you say, yeah. you haven't received a check. People no. don't give it. And it wasn't even, start, it was started by uh, Annabelle Park. That's her name, right? And the the most criticism that I've seen against her has been, well, she helped run like uh, some sort of an Asian you know, voting process thing. Campaign you know? for yeah. Obama. Yeah, yeah, that's right. For Obama. So she she campaigned for the president. Yes. Uh, not in an official capacity, though. She wasn't getting no. paid to do that. Is right? she Asian? No. Yeah, yeah, she's okay. Asian. She's okay. a, I believe she's a, a Korean. Oh. Yeah, Annabelle Park. But she didn't get paid to do that. There wasn't some company that said, hey, we want you to start this Wait, that's right. coffee criticism? party. Right. Well, yeah, the, that's what the right is leveling, that this was a this was a movement started by some people with real agendas. And it, it, Okay, so she worked for the, you know, the president's campaign, but that, that's a very different from having a corporation fund your movement which is exactly what's happening with the tea party 
that you see companies that are literally paying their employees to go and stand out there with signs right. or forcing their employees well, to happens do that. Companies are doing that. They, they, oh, they actually pay transient yeah. um, bums to wow. <laughs> yeah. stand in line. What, uh, what companies are doing this? Well, that do happens. Health companies, uh, all the energy companies are doing it. Uh, you know, Exxon Mobil, just companies that, that have, yeah, any well, that, company that has a stake in this whole coal. process. Yeah, the coal company, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, clean coal. So, right. I, but I'm, I find this really refreshing that all the criticism has been completely baseless. It doesn't make any sense. And especially when you go to the meetings, and I've been, I went to the one last week. Um, Which one? The one in Dallas at the uh, Cantina Laredo. Okay. Uh, Casey. That's Casey, yeah. Casey was running that one. Uh, and you know what? Like I said on the show last week, people sitting around talking, a couple of people there. Now, now let's, let's be honest about the fact that although this is not an official opposite movement of the Tea Party, it, it pretty much is in the sense that the people are progressive. They tend to, to lean progressive. They tend to be a little more uh, lean liberal, democratic. In other words, not you're not going to find a room. If you go to the coffee party on Saturday, you're not going to find a whole lot of teabaggers there. You're not going to find a lot of McCain supporters. You may find a couple, but we need, I think we do need to be That's a good question, though. What, what do you it. feel like the makeup is uh, so far in the Dallas-Fort Worth um, area? Well, the people I have talked to that came to the, the meetings in Richardson... Um, I'm going to admit a lot of them are more on the Democratic side, mm-hmm. but we also had a lot of Libertarians and Republicans, and we're talking 42 people mm-hmm. that showed up, and I was expecting 5 or 15, and right. 42 show up. Cool. And that's how do you get the word out about that, just on Facebook? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A awesome. lot of them um, heard about us on NPR and other things mm-hmm. just that morning. So, so in your estimation, it is a pretty well-represented type of group or at least the, the meeting you, you went to let me ask you this is there room for someone like me who is uh leery of top-down hierarchical structures government being one of them yeah, yeah. um where, how would i fit into that group oh you would fit in fine i i have to tell this story because it was so it really impacted me as we were we actually stayed like an hour and a half afterwards, several of us talking, and two of the people that stayed afterwards, I don't like labeling and stereotyping, but they kind of labeled themselves, okay? And older... I stereotype. It's faster. <laughs> I'm a comedian. I stereotype I'm, I'm working with my coffee party children not to stereotype, okay? <laughs> but um, in, during the meeting, you know, one older gentleman um, said he's a conservative conservative christian hmm. okay older male conservative christian Great. white yeah wow well, okay. we just we assume that <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> the is there another kind but, um, <laughs> but there is there's also a, a younger uh, woman maybe 30 to 35 jewish screaming liberal okay not literally screaming because we're all having coffee and no. Well, they're she jacked was very up on animated. Oh, okay. So she was <laughs> she very, was, very animated. Not screaming, but she was very animated. Sure. But these two people were two of the people that stayed afterward to talk about their similarities, about the differences. About that's what's exciting going to hear. On. Yeah, I that's was wonderful. totally excited. That's really cool. I mean, you know, two very different people with very mm-hmm. different upbringings and backgrounds. And political agendas. Because yeah, I find that most people disagree with me. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we had, a, we had a big group of people, you know, anywhere mm-hmm. from, I would say, 24 to, don't kill me, 70 maybe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we had, age-wise, it was, all, it was also very diverse. Cool. Um, 
I'm glad to hear, um, I didn't really know anything about the coffee party details, but I'm glad to hear that it's not just in opposition to the Tea Party to have another force out there, but that it is people, I love that idea of people that just want the government to run the way it's supposed to be in a right, civil, right. decent way, representing the people, right. which who who shouldn't want that? I mean, that is actually what the country, yeah. you know, our, our government system was founded upon. And that's, you know, that everybody's represented and there's fair, you know, due process and trials and et cetera, et cetera. So that's, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And, and actually, when I got in the Facebook group and saw that, um, and actually a lot of, because I network with a lot of writers and a lot of writers started getting in there and these are pretty logical people that, um, you know, they're pretty passionate though, you know, and mm-hmm. have strong ideals. So it was just, that's why I stuck with it. That's why I created the Dallas page. I'm like, I don't know if this will go over in Dallas, but maybe we'll get a couple of people on here. <laughs> There's, mm-hmm. uh, we, we talk about this often that there you you see the crazies on both sides all the time the extremists yes. because that is what sells commercials because that's what the, the news people wheel. get picked up yeah and it, i think that there are plenty of people in our area and the country pretty much anywhere you can go that you know are calm and rational and more middle ground but they're not the ones screaming and hooting and hollering all the exactly. time so you don't know that they're there right is there room for somebody like me who has no desire for bipartisanship at all? Like I'm, I'm the, in the fact, the further, the older I get, the less I see. I, Brent and I come from a, we used to be conservatives and then we switch sides, but see, <laughs> they were both like church people. Yeah, for, me, for me, when the pendulum switched back the other direction, I became, I'm, I have a lot of anger and animosity towards the religious right and fundamentalists and Republicans. Fanatics. That'll change yeah. over time, Brandon. No, it's just getting worse. No, I it will. It more will. I mean, I used to be day. like that also. I used to be like that also. And like I said, so it's you, just you been feel years like this, the years. pendulum will swing back and I'll yeah. become a centrist Absolutely. at some point. I don't think I will. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't know if Brent's going to ever be a centrist. <laughs> I think it'll bend. be like, you know, eventually you'll start meeting some of these people, like the older fellow at the coffee party that isn't a crazy fanatic, well, but yeah, he still holds some of those values. Well, what I've seen from the right is no desire for anything like this. They don't want to talk civilly. They don't even when they're they given, just want to be like la la la. Even la, la. when they're given the opportunity to, such as these town hall meetings where they have a, a congressman or a senator there that's willing to talk to them, they don't want to just talk. They want to scream. Mm-hmm. They want to do d- insane things. They want to throw bricks through people's windows, like <laughs> has been happening. They want to to shout racial epithets. They want to have this extreme. And what I don't hear in, until maybe today is a response from the Republican leadership saying. Guys, we need to calm this down. We need to ratchet down this rhetoric. They're starting to. They're They're, starting. Yeah, yeah, but look how long it's taken them to do that. Well, the polling polling data is suggesting that they better do that. It's getting ridiculous. What were you saying, Brent? The polling data is suggesting that they better do that because right now the the numbers are suggesting that the health care bill is what Americans want. So unless they want to look like like total idiots. America. I'm using finger quotes here. Exactly. (laughs) We are on on, on the air, so you got to do the finger quotes. America. (laughs) Um, Well, what are your plans for, well, well, actually, we're going to come back around to the healthcare thing in just a moment because that's kind of a big topic. What are your, do you have any plans politically? I mean, do you want to run for office? Is that something you'd even be interested in doing? (laughs) Because I would probably vote for somebody like you, even though you're not a politician. My passion is education. Okay, I, I, this is a little bit about my background. I spent a fifth year in high school. Okay, I started working when I was 16, you know. 
they do not like high school students to work. That's all I have to say. Mm. I got crap they? every day. Um, school administrators, oh, okay. principals, they want you to be in school. Well, mm. I'm paying rent. I need to work. Right. But I finished up in school, got my diploma instead of my GED. It took me 15 years to get my undergraduate degree. I just graduated in December 2007. Mm. And then now here I am going on to my, you know, finishing my master's and getting into So you're, that's, that's really your plan for the near future is to that's, finish up. That's my immediate plan. And I had planned on teaching. Um, but technically, I'm a statistic here. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I can do it, other people can do it. So I'm very passionate about education. And we're talking I graduated high school in 88. So, and it hasn't changed. It has not gotten better. Mm, no. DISD has Worse. gotten oh my worse. Gosh. Absolutely. Brent's in education, too. Uh, yeah. Still okay. in education. We talk, we've talked about that a few episodes. Yeah. I actually teach after school, an after-school program mm. um, through a nonprofit to get kids. What do you think of the new textbook revisions? We mentioned <sighs> we talked about that last week. <laughs> yeah. Why is a dentist and a realtor deciding what our children need to learn? That's a great a great question. Is that not a good question? Mm-hmm. That Brent, came up. Brent, to, yeah. to explain to what Brent just did, he did the money sign <laughs> with his hands. To well, look, the, the, the publishing company, there's only three major publishing companies of textbooks in this country. Um, one of them being here in Texas, the largest one. Um, not Which only that, uh, McGregor or something, I yeah. can't remember the name. Um, and then not only that, but they're also the same company that publishes the standardized tests. <laughs> so they get it coming and going. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a sweet little deal there. So as long as they can keep that little gravy train rolling. I have a question before we um, digress too much. Um, just about the <laughs> coffee party. No, I mean, if, before we start talking about healthcare education. You ramble along over there the couch. <laughs> I'm moving on to better things. Yeah, Britt is no, on no. the couch tonight, by the way. I just want to wrap up the coffee party thing. I want to know um, overall, uh, just if you're sort of involved, what are the plans you know, for the coffee party nationally? I mean, does this thing want to grow? Does it want to be big? Is it just sort of to counterbalance the tea party while that's active? Um, no, nationally they want to grow. Um, the big thing right now is coffee with Congress getting us What's out that? there. Coffee with Congress. Yeah. What is it? Explain it. It's, Getting us connected to our congressmen. Isn't it a, a specific event or is it just an no, idea? No, that's just the meeting agenda. I would love to have coffee yeah. with Kay Bailey Hutchinson. Like actually interacting with the, your representatives. Yeah, we need to get mm-hmm. to interacting so, with our representatives. So let's talk about this weekend, the events this weekend, the 27th, 28th. The congressmen are now coming back for the, the recess, right, right, right for the right, break, and that's right. kind of why it's planned for this weekend. Are they going right. to be in attendance at any of the events nationally or even locally? You know, I I haven't. Actually, I'm sure they're going to stop by. I mean, yeah, that would, that I'm, would be I'm in sure that there interest. are national events that people are going to work with. I'm just a little behind, and I want to wrap up some of what I did at the last meeting. Sure, sure. And so, probably in another week or so, we'll start getting um, the Dallas area. We'll start getting like in touch. Eddie Bernice Johnson will probably show up at a meeting, maybe or something like that. She's a lo- local congresswoman. So. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. I yeah, mean, I want lots of people yeah. to show up. I would so. love. You know, I mean, that would, you know what anybody. Be, you know what would be so great? Guy, I don't you know what would be great is if she or one of the uh, local congressmen showed up, and the news media watched what it's like to have a real town hall meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, that won't or make whatever. The news. Just start with city council. I mean, let's just start. You know, getting our local people right. And yeah. Yeah. but that'll be start like a the, blip. Oh, in another news, this is what happened in Richardson. Now, watch the team packers go fucking well, crazy. Yeah, but you know, I mean, that's what's steady gonna, wins the race, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's uh, we got about uh, a little over five minutes left. Let's oh, switch gosh. gears and talk about healthcare and and the historic legislation that has just been passed, just been signed by the president. Uh, despite all odds against him, despite a hundred years of people trying to get something going, despite opposition from certainly the right and a lot from the left, mm-hmm. somehow we managed to get this thing. Now, obviously. It's not what we'd like it to be as far as there's no public op- and I say we, speaking for myself, basically. <laughs> there's no public option, but it's a huge, huge deal. What, what's, what are your thoughts on, on the, the health care legislation? The um, my main thought is if the American people don't want it, then why did it get voted through? Well, the, the teabaggers <laughs> would argue that we stonewall or forced it. it. We, we muscled right. it. Yeah, we oh. shoved it down their throats and all that kind Wait, of stuff. I'm saying we, but... As yeah. an American person, <laughs> right? Even yeah, the, there's there's all kinds of the the spin on it has been spectacular to watch. There, there's a lot of blame, and if you look at at the issue historically, um, the Republicans have tried to push an employer stressed health care mandate. They have mm-hmm. also tried to push an employee stressed mandate Jeez, richard nixon tried to pass a health care legislation exactly. that was much nixon. more liberal than this i mean and, and then watergate like, happened and he had to put it all aside if, right. if, if that had passed then the republicans would have been all about it mm-hmm. they just they're they it, just oppose because it's the other yeah, side it's obstructionist it. and they, they, right, they hate right. obama they Blindly. hate anything that he stands for and of course they're gonna obamacare do- and and that's the big thing is is these people aren't talking it's us or them, and it can't be us or them. They're it has to be we. It has listen. to be we. Yeah. My question with with people on the right is, what specifically do you not like about it? Oh, socialism, it's government takeover. No, yeah, no, I can't, I can't get a, talk, I can't a, get a direct answer. You can I, never I can't. get a direct answer. Because well, they don't know. They don't know anything about I'm it. I'm not from the right, and I'm on the same side, and I can tell you what I Please am do. against with it. You go for it. Um. Well, first of all, we can all agree that healthcare costs are ridiculously expensive. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's the need for legislation. And with the legislation, nothing has really been addressed to, to make those costs go down. Um, it's a first step, a very important first step. Well, there was no step whatsoever to address the pharmaceutical industry or the, or the insurance industry. Well, that'll come next. When? But this it's not is the, a part of the bill. Well, the, I know, but that's this is the door that's finally yeah, the mean, foot is now in the door. And whereas before progress. it wasn't. I'll even give open. them that. That is progress. But specifically, there's things you like. You, but we right don't now, like the, to see the, that, the, the cost of drugs are written at thousands of percent mm-hmm. above market price. Mm-hmm. Nothing's been put in place that's going to drive those costs down. In fact, it's going to the costs are going to increase over the next 10 years. Well, basically it's going to force people to get insurance and people are going to, there's going to be companies that want to get that business and especially as it's subsidized. So it's, it's all just going to slowly filter down that that has to happen. And I think there are, there are restrictions on insurance. There's the no pre-existing condition clause. There's the deal about being, but the cost parents till you're 26, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool for until until they address the patent monopolies. Drug companies can charge as much as they want. Well, but they will, but they can't. It can't be all in one swift How thing. I mean, this took they us will. So How are they going to do that? It's it'll be you know as I mean now Who, that the Democrats, doors been open. Democrats want patent monopolies just as much as Republicans. Well, look, this is do. like we we set the foundation for a building. You have to build the but ground not floor address, first. You're not addressing the fundamental problem, which is the patent monopolies, which no way in hell is any congressman ever going to vote against that. What do you think? Not Ernie? that attitude. <laughs> as an, as an uninsured person, huh? 
um, because I'm in school full time, I actually have financial aid loans. Well, I cannot use those loans Mm -hmm. to purchase insurance, even if it would fit into my budget. Mm -hmm. So, well, and the the good part of the bill is that you will get insurance. That's all great, and that's progress, and I applaud that. But but there's go ahead, go ahead. But the costs are not going to go down until the patent monopolies are addressed because there's going to be a bigger market. It's it's there's going to be more people in the game. It's going to drive costs down. People are going to have to be able to provide it under a government regulated. Not with patent monopolies. It'll be addressed. Trust me. It it has to be. I mean, I have just just talking about uninsured having issues. I have a good friend who makes a six figure salary, works in L.A. He has complete um, coverage from his employer. And he had a doctor that he liked that went out of network, you know, because they shift him around all the time. And his insurance says, okay, great. You can pay $25 extra a month to keep your doctor. No problem. Then the next year when it's redone again, they said, yeah, sure. You can still keep the doctor for an extra three twenty-five a month out of his pocket, even though he's completely covered. And these are the kinds of things that just are so out of hand. And I, I that, that stuff will be addressed because that's how, not how okay. can I have confidence that it will be? It's never been addressed. Well, I guess if, you know, you just, again, have to trust that your leaders are working in your Clearly, I don't. But But they've um, they've done this, and this is huge. This is historically mm -hmm. gigantic, and it was so difficult to get through at this time, you know, in history. And the fact that they did it, it really is. It's like a foundation, a first step. And I think it is important for those of us that consider ourselves to be progressive, even though it's not exactly what we want, it's certainly much, much better than what was proposed which was to do do nothing and Mm -hmm. to leave it everything status quo if the right had had their way nothing would have ever been passed and and you just think of how how much money was put in by the right by the drug companies it's something like half a billion dollars in lobbying was spent to prevent this from happening don't you think that's a good thing like if if the companies are trying to kill it don't you think that's a good thing that it passed and it might take 40 years it might take 40 years but you know and i I, like i said i applied the progress that has it, that the non-discrimination and that everybody can have it is in the expansion of Medicaid is all good stuff. Um, it can really work if we deal with the patents. Um, and Because uh, right now, generics can be sold for just, I mean, you can buy those for a few dollars mm-hmm. rather than the thousands of dollars that um, that the patents put on uh you know, market prescription. I, I think that's a totally different issue. I mean, is the is the drug cost? Is in the patents. Well, it's part of the cost of this healthcare bill mm-hmm. because I mean we can't gloss over it. I mean, it has to be addressed in some way in order for this healthcare. It's to, true. I haven't. Nobody's been talking about that we have specific to pay for this in true. some way. I don't even really know exactly. And what subsidizing you're about. the whole thing, we're subsidizing the the pharmaceutical industry mm-hmm. and the insurance industry. That's going to come from us. It's it's just like taking my money and handing it right over to private sector. But they have so much, like um, Brandon was saying, so much lobbying money that it's almost to me in my head just hearing you say that, that it's sort of like, okay, we appease you. We're going to give you a whole bunch of money. But this thing is going to go through, and then eventually that gets cracked into. And I don't know if it's going to be in two months or 20 years, but it has to, and it will happen if you we think maintain the, this Which lobby are you talking healthcare. about? The, the pharmaceutical companies that have so much money. I mean, they didn't, you know. Right, and they're the ones they want who's to keep those keep... patents active. Right. Well, as we're, as we as we're they start, want to, but as we're starting to wrap this up, and we'll go a little bit longer tonight. But 
let's let's talk about the president's role in all this because I think that that cannot be emphasized enough. The fact that this was the guy that they were count the media was counting him out, the right was counting him out. Six weeks ago, we were kind of counting him out. We were like, well, you know, healthcare is pretty much dead, but he never gave up on it. He did. He talked to the right people and he got it passed. And I think this is. Uh, one of the biggest accomplishments of a U.S. president in a hundred years. It's huge, huge. His poll numbers have gone up. He's uh, on an really upswing for this. That is pretty good for the Antichrist. I'm just yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that. Oh, well, we know yeah, what you mean. He is we being called that by crazies. Well, uh, let's let's put in a plug as we wrap up for the the, the parties this weekend. Which one are you going to be attending, Rainy? I'm um, Richardson. Okay, on, on Sunday from four to six, Cafe Brazil. Sunday we're, four to six, Cafe Brazil. Dallas. I'm I'm planning on going. And if you guys are going to join me at the Progressive Center in Dallas, which is close to downtown, I wish I had the address, but just look up Progressive Center Dallas. Um, two o'clock on Saturday. 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 Yeah. And it should be a good crowd there. Uh, it's not at a restaurant, so there won't be a bunch of patrons there. There will be coffee, from what I understand. It should be good. So, But, uh, Rainy, thank you so much for coming out yeah, and, and hanging out with us tonight. Um, yes. And good luck in your uh, continued endeavors with the coffee party. And we look forward for, to, to participating. I, in I probably didn't answer your question about running for office. <laughs> are you going to announce here? Is this probably, like a, prob- probably the State Board of Education? No doubt. Point, yeah. You heard it Great. here first, people. <laughs> All right, and on that note, we'll say goodbye for tonight, and we will be back next week. We'll see you then. Have a good night and day and whatever. Peace.